It's June 1st, 2023, and this is the 300th episode of the DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The New York Times reports that the House on Wednesday overwhelmingly passed legislation negotiated by President Biden and Speaker Kevin McCarthy to suspend the debt ceiling and set federal spending limits as a broad bipartisan coalition lined up to cast a critical vote to pull the nation back from the brink of economic catastrophe. The bill would defer the federal debt limit for two years, allowing the government to borrow unlimited sums as necessary to pay its obligations, while imposing two years of spending caps and a string of policy changes that Republicans demanded in exchange for allowing the country to avoid a disastrous default. The 314 to 117 vote, came days before the nation was set to exhaust its borrowing limit and days after a marathon set of talks between White House negotiators and top House Republicans yielded a breakthrough agreement. With both far-right and hard-left lawmakers in revolt over the deal, it fell to a bipartisan coalition powered by Democrats to push the bill over the finish line, throwing their support behind the compromise in an effort to break the fiscal stalemate that had gripped Washington for weeks. On the final vote, 149 Republicans and 165 Democrats backed the measure, while 71 Republicans and 46 Democrats opposed it. According to the AP, the latest pre-dawn Russian missile attack on Kyiv killed at least three people Thursday, including a nine-year-old child and her mother, Ukrainian officials said. Ukrainian air defenses shot down all 10 crews and ballistic missiles launched by the Kremlin's forces, but falling debris caused damage and casualties on the ground, wounding 16 people. Russia has kept up a steady barrage on the Ukrainian capital and other parts of the country in recent weeks as Kyiv readies what it says is a counteroffensive to push back Moscow's troops 15 months after their full-scale invasion. Kyiv was the target of a reported 17 drone and missile attacks last month. The casualty toll was the most from a single attack on Kyiv in the past month. The onslaught also damaged apartment buildings, a medical clinic, a water pipeline, and cars. Earlier, the city government had said two children were killed before revising the number to one. The Guardian reports that 19 people have been killed and 106 more injured in shelling at a market in a poor area of Khartoum, the Sudanese Doctors' Trade Union has said. Six tank shells were fired from Al-Shahara, one of the few areas the army controls in Khartoum, and targeted the neighborhood of Mayo, an area that is not known to be near any military target, residents said. Mayo is a poor area populated mostly by people who have not been able to afford to leave the capital city since the beginning of the war between the Sudanese army and their paramilitary rival, the Rapid Support Forces, on April 15th. The incident came a day after the head of the Sudanese army and the de facto leader of the country announced he would be pulling out of the U.S.-Saudi-brokered ceasefire talks, accusing the RSF of failing to honor its commitments. Elsewhere, according to Politico, the gathering of more than 40 European leaders in Moldova on Thursday will be a symbolic thumb in Vladimir Putin's eye, 
a sign of collective commitment to join hands against Moscow. It's also a major risk. Literally and metaphorically, the so-called European Political Community Second Summit is taking place in Russia's backyard, a region Putin sees as part of Moscow's sphere of influence. That makes getting several dozen world leaders in and out no easy task. Moldova has closed its airspace for the duration of the summit, and NATO surveillance planes will keep a watchful eye, a nod to the constant threat of Russian incursions. Access to the main airport has been restricted, a recognition of the myriad of fake bomb alerts there since the start of the war. And most leaders won't stay overnight, preferring to keep their visit to a minimum. Additionally, Reuters reports that President Vladimir Zelensky pressed his case for Ukraine to be part of the NATO military alliance as he joined European leaders on Thursday in Moldova, close to his nation's border ahead of an expected counteroffensive against Russia's invasion. Zelensky reiterated calls for Western fighter jets and said his government was preparing a future meeting to discuss Ukrainian peace proposals. The BBC reports that U.S. prosecutors have obtained an audio recording of Donald Trump in which he acknowledges keeping a classified document after leaving the White House. CNN first reported that investigators had the tape and people familiar with the matter later told the BBC's U.S. partner CBS that this was the case. The Justice Department is investigating Mr. Trump's handling of classified material. He denies wrongdoing. The inquiry is reported to be nearing its end and could result in charges. The audio recording is said to be from a meeting at Mr. Trump's New Jersey Golf Club in July of 2021, which is around six months after he left office. Two people familiar with the matter told CBS that Mr. Trump can be heard acknowledging that there are national security restrictions on a military memo because it details a potential attack on Iran. He says it is still classified and should have been declassified before leaving the White House, one person said. According to the Washington Post, President Biden's decision last month to help Ukraine obtain F-16 fighter jets marked another crossing of a Russian red line that Vladimir Putin has said would transform the war and draw Washington and Moscow into direct conflict. Despite the Russian leader's apocalyptic warnings, the United States has gradually agreed to expand Ukraine's arsenal with Javelin and Stinger missiles, HIMARS rocket launchers, advanced missile defense systems, drones, helicopters, M1 Abram tanks, and soon, fourth-generation fighter jets. A key reason for brushing aside Putin's threats, U.S. officials say, is a dynamic that has held since the opening days of the war. Russia's president has not followed through on promises to punish the West for providing weapons to Ukraine. U.S. officials say managing the risk of escalation remains one of the most difficult aspects of the war for Biden and his foreign policy advisors. When deciding what new weapon systems to provide Ukraine, they focus on four key factors, officials said. Do they need it? Can they use it? Do they have it? And what is the Russian response going to be, said a U.S. State Department official. Like others interviewed for this report, the person spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss sensitive internal deliberations. In lighter news from the UPI, firefighters in Florida said it took more than an hour to rescue a French bulldog 
whose paw became stuck in the kitchen sink during a bath. Palm Beach County Fire Rescue said the six-month-old canine named Cookie was being bathed in the kitchen sink of her family's home near West Palm Beach when her paw became stuck in the drain. The firefighters ended up removing the drain from the sink before using special tools to cut the remaining metal from around Cookie's paw. The entire extrication took over an hour, officials wrote in a Facebook post. After being freed from the drain, the paw was bandaged and Cookie was taken by her family to an animal hospital for further treatment. If you have a strange but true story you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.